Welcome to another episode of Prado with Trey Vane for connoisseurs of casual conversation. Each week, my guests and I will chit-chat over an obsession of theirs that captures their interests and their soul. This week, we're turning up the radio because it's time to celebrate the music in me. Are you ready to catch a groove? Let's go. That was great. Okay. That was so good. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I just try to be RuPaul. Okay. That's all I try to do. That's all I Mine try to is do. the fracking. Mine? Well, no. Oh <laughs> the my gosh, right. no, no, no. Dash Gabriel is tapped in, tapped into culture, tapped into music, tapped right into the beating heart of the universe. Dash is a person who knows how to make you feel as good as her dancing ability, and she has been a wonderful friend and inspiration. Everyone, please welcome Dash to the Prattle Couch. Welcome, oh, welcome, welcome. That was such a sweet intro. I really appreciate that. I love, I love writing that. the intros. Thank I love writing the intros. You. It's so fun. I get to like gush about all of my besties. It's that so was very cute. sweet. Thank you. How have you been, Dash? I've been good. I love that you were talking about my dancing abilities. I actually I love really, your dancing. I love I, your dancing. I really need to go dancing again. Like, you yes. know, it's harder as an event planner to find the time, but I've been good. I've been good. I just celebrated one year at GLAD. Congratulations. Okay, so tell the people. Okay, let's get into Dash is we met because you were working at NYU and I was yes. still a student. Yes. And I am so happy that we went from supervisors to friends. <laughs> I love that for me. And you were working on the events team and Dash yeah. ran those events like the Navy, heart and soul. She was, just, you're just so good at what you do, but what do you do at GLAD? Um, so I'm still in event. I've been doing events for over a decade, for about um, 12 years now. And I was an event manager when I was at NYU. Um, and I was there for six years. I did all the admissions related events. And then a year ago, I got a job at GLAD, which is the Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Um, it's so crazy how I've, I've never, I didn't even realize it was about an acronym. Yeah. Yes, it is an acronym. That's so crazy. <laughs> I'm a bad gay. Um, please. So many of us are bad queers. <laughs> um, but I am an event manager there, and I basically help produce all the events that we do throughout the year. I mean, not all of them, but our signature events. So we have the GLAD Media Awards. Um, I just actually finished doing our Black Queer Creative Summit, which is the first <gasps> of its amazing. kind. Yeah, we invited 150 Black queer creatives to Los Angeles. We paid for their room, for their travel. They got to engage with all these different creators and wow. influencers, professional development. It was honestly exceptional. It's been it's been a roller coaster of a year. 2023 has been that girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's been that girl with things to say she's and, been that yeah. girl you know she it's been a, i think it's been a season of a lot of growth and a lot of evolvement at a rapid pace and i think the first half of the year is a little rocky there's like a yeah. cognitive dissonance that comes with a lot of change and i also moved so i like live on my own so it was a lot of big changes but i you know the second half of the year i'm you know i'm smooth sailing now i've found my rhythm i'm grooving her. i'm dancing again you she's know. dancing again <laughs> um that's actually really incredible because you like 
you going, I remember when you like announced that you were doing this job, I was like so excited and then like you yeah. are doing like the coolest events and it makes sense that it's just like an adjustment. But I always prefer the second half of the year to the first half of the yeah. year. You know what I mean? Like you just, it's, I don't know, more comforting. I love the last you know, month, they're my favorite. I think we also forget that it takes a full year to acclimate to like changes to that is so true. life. That like is I so think- true. I'm such a rusher. Yes. It's like you can't. And you have this, I feel also like when I, now that I'm like a little bit older, I think like, oh, I'll adjust more quickly. And it's like, what the f is going <laughs> on? Like I, that was me like every month. I was like, what is happening? Like, why am I not? <laughs> my problem with me is that like a change will happen. And like, let's say like, I stub my toe, right? And we yeah. know like to recover from a stub toe takes like a week. Day two, I'm like, I'm gonna wake up and this thing's gonna be gone and I'm gonna be over it. Like I, I want to that. rush, yeah. like I want to rush processing so much, but yes. like you said, you have to give yourself the time, yes. give yourself the space. That's why I said like, I lived in LA for seven months and I absolutely hated it, but I, don't, I still it's don't think- but I, no, well, there were so many reasons. It's just too slow, I can't drive. It's just like a weird place, but I think it's <laughs> it still not like place. a valid- Right, <laughs> but it's not like a valid like, assumption because I was only there for seven months and right. like, you know so I, I don't think that's enough you have time to like give your to know I get it though I mean I was on the struggle bus at the beginning of the year but I think I really my word this year is surrender beautiful I also love words of the years and models of the year I love that my motto this year is take yourself seriously oh I love Hence that the mics the couch and the lights that's but so <laughs> ironic because my phrase this year about everything has been that is so unserious <laughs> You are so unserious right now. Like, I, that's, like, been my mood about so many things. I'm like, you are so unserious. But surrender has been my word of the year, and I feel like for a lot of people, that's a lot harder to put into practice than we realize because even when you think you're surrendering, you're trying to control how you're surrendering. It's like you like <laughs> it's like you reached into my psyche and said stop that because it's true right, like it's true you can't choose how you oh I'm you gonna think about like, that forever like the now. whole like, idea uh, is that you really have to do your part I feel like, like for me go. this year surrendering what I learned is like I especially living alone on my own and having to take care of myself and put myself as a priority I've really had to learn like the importance of relaxation and mm -hmm. rest mm -hmm. and like honestly. Doing less and getting paid more. Love that. <laughs> Love that. Like, doing less, getting paid more. Because yeah. the reality is, like, I was doing too much. <laughs> right, right. I was doing too much. Right, And yeah. so, like, I'm actually not working less. It just feels like it, you know? And yeah. so I think surrender has been, like, just a really, it's like a mantra for me. And every day is different. That's my other mantra. I, I every day is different. That's beautiful. Different. And I also feel like the surrendering, like, the, the, because it's so like scary and so I don't yes. know like just being able to like fully let go and fully like let anything happen it's just like really crazy so it's terrifying props <laughs> to you props to your mama for I mean <laughs> being able to like <laughs> speak of unserious <laughs> props to you props no. to you mama no I'm gonna do uh, a ticket counter for how many times you say per cause that's you I, love Trey texted me two times before we got here and ended each sentence with per. I was like, what? These are these are the moments where I'm like back at NYU and I'm like, what? I love talking what did nonsense. Y'all say? I love talking nonsense, especially at work. Like I just, but it's also one of those things where it's now it's like, it's just how I say things. Like I was saying, like, I was trying to say, like, I need to stop saying the word vibe, because I oversay the word vibe. Yeah. And then two seconds later, I was like, yeah, like it's a vibe. And I was like, I can't stop saying it's it. Okay. And I can't stop saying per. Per vibe and nar, but I probably nar. I, I, I love nar though. Nar. I do nar. <laughs> I do sar gar. Like we've got to stop. I'm sorry to the. I kind of love nar Australia. though. I just take phrases and I'll repeatedly say it and get on people's nerves. Like I. 
I'll drive something to the ground. This through is, the this ground. This was my phrase all summer. You ready? This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. Runner, 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 songs. That was like nonstop. That it, that and spooky ooky. Well, that Kiki. also from Renaissance. No stress, regret. Renaissance, yes. Back <laughs> I, to the feminine. What? Wow! Oh, yeah. Come on. There's just too many athletes from Renaissance, <laughs> and I was incorporating into everything. Everything. That's actually a perfect segue because wow, we just already got a little carried away. But we do have a topic for today, and I think it does fall right in line with this idea of checking in with yourself and like yeah. using all of your tools yes. to sort of nurture yourself. Absolutely. And our topic of today is Spotify wrapped. You love Spotify. your Spotify. You love your I do. pop playlist. I you do. love your music as more than music. So yeah. first, let's start off with, tell me why Spotify wrapped is really that girl. I mean, I remember, I can't remember the first year that Spotify wrapped came out, but I just thought that it was, well, I should start off by saying that I'm an eclectic music listener that's exciting i don't really listen to one specific genre of music i i love to just kind of traverse different sounds and voices and just production so for me it was a really cool way to look at how my music has evolved over yeah. time yeah you know and before i would i would look at a playlist and see like the first song i added in the year the last song i added you know, just to see, like, how is my music, like, how has my taste changed? So for Spotify Wrapped, it was so cool to just see, like, oh, these are the artists that I've really been vibing with all year. Right. And why is that? Like, what headspace was I in that I was listening to this specific type of music? I mean, honestly, I, every year is going to be on my Spotify Wrapped is going to be some chakra balance of music. Okay? <laughs> Always. <laughs> I know this year Brown Noise is going to be on there. Brown okay? Because that's up. my focus music. Okay? Like, there are certain things where I'm like, okay, Okay, I know that's going to be on there. But then there are new artists that I've like discovered. And I love to see like my top album. I'm really curious this year specifically because when Renaissance came out, it took over my Spotify rap. There was nothing. <laughs> there was, there nothing. was nothing. Every song was from Renaissance. Every album, I was like, okay. There was nothing but that there, lady yeah. and that damn horse. <laughs> there was all. no diversity. And it, I, it had me in a chokehold. You yeah. know, I think it had everybody in a chokehold. Um, so I'm curious this year to see like what my sound has like expanded to, especially because there's just been a lot of incredible music. And for me, music is really healing. Um, it's, a way that I regulate my nervous system. Mm. You know, there's not a day that I'm on the train or if I'm at work and I'm feeling stressed or if I've had a difficult conversation or I'm preparing for a difficult, like whatever the case may be, looking through a playlist and finding the right song can just change like the way my brain waves are functioning. Okay, let me, I have a question about this too because I also like, I agree. I, agree. I feel like music is like the most personal and closest, like most beautiful, beautiful, I guess, art form to me. Like, mm. you know, I love movies so much yes. and I, I don't really like TV that much, but I, but like I, and I love like visual art, but I'm like not obsessed with that, but like music's yeah. the one that I'm like, it evokes the most emotion for me. Maybe mm. that's it. I love that. But I love how people listen to music differently. So when you mm. are like on the train, right? That's like yes. the most idle time to listen to music. Are you always listening to a playlist? Cause I, I have all, I have two, 2,700 songs Question. in my light songs and Almost oh gosh, always, I, I just so shuffle. Many. I just shuffle all the songs that I've ever liked. And I'm not like a playlist girly unless yeah. it's so specific of the mood. But are you a playlist all the time? I 
so I have different playlists that I build out for different things. I love creating playlists. That's like a hobby. Like I, wow. my friends will come to me for parties and be like, Dash, can you make a playlist for us? So I just love creating playlists in general, but I'm similar to you. I have a playlist that's called All Time Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> and it is literally just like songs I like that I add to it. So I will shuffle that playlist, but like I can tell you, like actually, let's see. Yeah, how many like, can songs. you please, like, yeah, name off some beautiful playlists that you have because I also feel like the playlist names is a great. Art I will name well. off my playlist names, but I will say too, when it comes to the train, sometimes I will put it on shuffle, but then there are moments where I'm like, I don't like the order of the music that's playing, so mm. I will actually curate the playlist. I actually curated my playlist for my ride coming here. Wow. Okay. That's because a, I, I was like, what are the artists that have really been sticking out to me? What's the vibe? I also literally never, I, re, I remember a song. I remember like phrases in the song, the production. I won't remember the artist's name. I'm like, who was that? Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> when I listen to music, I'll like be able to know every word to a song. And then until I see it written out, or if I say it slowly, I won't even, like, I, I don't process lyrics basically. I like, get that. I get that so too. so strange, but most of the time I'm just too. like, I can tell you what they're saying, but I, I do, I do love, uh, like knowing the artist and the I people who know years freak me out. Like people like that album was in like 2016. Oh, like yeah. I don't even know what happened yesterday. The only way I'd be able to do that is if like I remembered a specific thing from my own life. Right. You know? Yeah, a marker. Like I remember the Taylor Swift 1989 album because it was a breakup album for me. <laughs> <laughs> and now that Taylor's version is coming back around, are you like re-triggered all over again? Or are you like not really? I'm not a true Swifty, but I do appreciate Taylor Swift. Is what I will say. I've I appreciate a, certain the eras. I feel like the red in 1989 are the. Is it 1989? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I feel yeah. like those are the eras. <laughs> I don't even know for sure. I had like such an interesting long way around with Taylor Swift because like I started off being. Have I said this before on this podcast? We'll see. But I started off being a fan of her when she first came out. Obviously, yeah. I loved our song, like all that kind of stuff. Aww. And then oh treacherous i know i know and then when she um it's like a stupid it's funny reason to not like taylor swift anymore but when she crossed beyonce like reputation era Ooh. or not beyonce uh kim kardashian excuse me that'd be oh, more okay. i know that's why i was like didn't they i'm just sorry like yeah i know it was it was didn't kim. they just resolve everything <laughs> <laughs> i like split away but i've come back to like okay. sort of really respecting her impact like her impact okay. is unmatched and untouched but going back to dash for a second you want me to read off my playlist for Wait, you? Wait, yes. Okay, yes. The live reading, dramatic reading. Of the okay, playlist. so I have all-time tunes. <laughs> I have the total package energy playlist. <laughs> yeah. This was a birthday playlist, 26 and lit. Love. Um, I made a Dash's Day party. That was for my housewarming party this year. They're not that... Ooh. I have Just a Playlist. Just a Playlist was actually off Just a Dash, which was my podcast. Just a Dash podcast. So everybody. I really... Because like I was talking about music so much, I was like, I should just make a playlist called Just, just a, a Playlist. playlist. That's so, so gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, they're not, they don't really have as creative names, but like when I look at them, I'm like, wow, these are very specific moods, very specific vibes, not dangerously 25. <laughs> that was Beyonce themed. <laughs> so what is the key to like a great playlist? Ooh. Like, cause you are an order person, which is very interesting to me too. So what's, what's the key to the uh, sickening playlist? I'm going to use one of your favorite words, vibe. Yeah. It's, it's really about building out the vibe. So for me, I love for playlists to go through different dips, especially like if you're at a party, there are moments at a party where people are just trying to chill and talk. That's and so enjoy, true. Mix and Conversation is the most important part of a party. And so you want the music to do the same thing, but you also want the music to build. So like, I love like starting off with like a little K Trinata oh. and then shifting that into Afrobeats. 
Love. And then shifting that into something that's maybe like a little Uzi Vert or something. So you're taking like people that. on like journeys. Yes. And it's about creating a journey. And I also love to go. I personally, I the way like I listen to music too, I will become fixated on like a genre of music. Mm-hmm. I've been this way since I was young. Like in fourth grade, I did a book report on the Great Depression. I became obsessed with Nat King Cole and wow. like Sam Cooke and Ella Fitzgerald. And that's like all I was listening to for fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. That's so um, it was so random. Advanced and yeah, and then I was, and then that shifted into jazz and Jamie Cullum, and then I got into high school and I became obsessed with reggae. So I was listening to you know Bob Marley and everything that's like. So like I feel like that's also kind of how I build playlists out too. And I think for me with Spotify, what I really appreciate is they have Spotify Radio. So like if yeah. you click on an artist yeah. and you go to their radio you're able to kind of see what other artists are included. And I discover a lot of new artists that way. And that's also another reason why I love building out playlists because I like, it takes me back to songs that I forgot about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also with the uh, discovering artists thing, that's also something else that I've like, so when you are listening to music, are you like intensely hunting for new artists all the time? Or do you like encounter people organically? Cause like I like, Mm. I am not a person who would like, I like almost, I rarely use my, Spotify Discover, like I rarely do the radios. Yeah. I like like the songs that I like. And then yeah. when I'm out in the world or out in a concert, I'm a Shazammer like no one's business. Yes. And that's how I find everything, but I don't I'm like- I'm so glad you said that. Somebody once told me that Shazam is like, I had a roommate who I love, but who told me that I was like an old auntie People hate for Shazam. using Shazam. And People I was like, that's, what are you I, talking about? I was at Arena Sawayama concert. I, I went to this concert because <laughs> I didn't know her music. Why is people, why are we hitting it's on Shazam? It's a tool, it's a modern, I think it's the name. It's such a corny, Shazam. It's like, goodness. Like, okay, that's They could have called it like. What should we call it? Vibe catch. No, no. <laughs> Take me But out. you want to catch a vibe. This is what I want to hear. <laughs> I was at a Rena Sawayama concert with my friend and I was like, Shazamming the song, they were like, you're embarrassing. And I was like, I need to, how am I supposed okay. to know the song? There, like, there are moments where I will admit that I have been like in an H&M holding out my Shazam to the speaker, just like. This is me, this is me, I need to get the track. I'm getting stop the Stop talking, stop talking, you can't <laughs> yeah, hear like, the speaker. <laughs> I, I have been that and I'm in my auntie era and I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> um, but to answer your question, I mean, the interesting thing is growing up in Florida, I always had the radio when I was driving. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was definitely a lot easier to hear new artists or hear new music. But even that was like very specific, you know, because you have radio play and then you yeah. have what's on people's albums. So I think when I moved to New York, I really, you know, I've got to chalk it up to the the guys and I dated who were musicians. Like I'll, I'll start there. No, we'll I'll give, start. I'll start with the underground Brooklyn. Male musicians, musicians get one win, and they it's get, today, and it's that. Okay, and that's all you they get. They get Don't one win. More. I think that was, and and it's a soft win, <laughs> right? It's an inspiration. It's win. a, a gentle. Win it's a gentle win in the sense that I think that was my first exploration of like, oh, there's like other music outside of what's just on the radio or what's just on Spotify. There are artists on SoundCloud, right? You know, like there are people who are just doing their music independently who are working on. themselves so I think moving to New York alone kind of expanded my ear but in terms of how I discover music now I would say it's organic I also really don't use discover there are a few moments where I have and it's like okay I'd like literally three songs out of this That's playlist. The, yeah. I don't know if like, and I mainly use Spotify. I don't like use Apple or those sorts of things, but, 
and that's just because it's just too much. I'm a Spotify purist. It's like I just much. think yeah, everything gets the best. Yeah, it's just too much. It's just too much. Too many. It's, that's all it's there is too many that. things at the same time. <laughs> um, but I will say. Through other podcasts, um, there's a podcast I listen to called The Friend Zone. Mm. And one of the hosts, his name is Asante, also known as the Music Man, he has a segment where he literally shares new artists and he asks his other co-hosts to share artists they've been listening to. So I'll discover artists mm, that way. Nice. Or sometimes through shows. Like if I'm watching Apple TV or whatever I'm watching, yeah. like I'll hear a song or I just like the melody and I'll Shazam it. <laughs> it's always and I'll Shazam it so I think it's really organically also like through other friends like whatever they're listening to I love doing music exchanges I just recently at a friend's Halloween party I built out a playlist with a with a friend there like we were doing it as the party was happening no shade the playlist was <laughs> needed, needed a little just bump a little, in just need a little yeah. bump in um but yeah I mean just like exchanging and talking and adding things, it was like, oh, I don't know that artist. Oh, I don't know that artist. So just like that, I literally added, I just recently added, I don't even know their name, but the song is called Dull. If anybody's interested, you mm -hmm. should listen to it. It's like a cool, what I love about it is like a mix of like church and Afro beats. Like it's like this very unexpected mix of sound. I think also I would say in terms of how I discover music is, um, it's called Asake is the artist. And the song is called Dull. You should listen to it. Um, but I really like listening to a lot of global artists. I feel like in the West in particular, wow, that sounded very like smart and political. In the West. <laughs> in the West. In the Western world. <laughs> no, but I do think in the United States, like it's it's interesting when you travel there are so many American artists that are played and we don't have the reverse experience here. We're not listening to a lot of global artists here in the United yeah, States. Yeah, it's it's very, I've, I've, I like just went somewhere and I was like, I didn't hear that an artist who wasn't American the whole time. I think it was, I was in Dublin. Yeah. I was in Dublin, Ireland and like, which is a music city. Like yes. that's, and like we on the radio and like the only uh, Irish artist um, I don't know her name. It's R O I S I N. I think that was like the mm -hmm. only artist they like played who wasn't American, which is yeah. so interesting. Um, and I also like think that's cool that you, even when you were just talking about your taste when you were younger, like I am, I am a pop lover, and yeah. I love. I used to be like vaguely ashamed of loving like teeny bop or top forty pop, but I also love that, and too. I love it too. But like I did not, like I did not uh, know much about America music outside of America until literally college. I feel like yeah. college is when the first wave of like Spanish language music really, really uh, hit. I, yeah. I like to say, I don't think this is like completely true. And obviously this is, Spanish language music is a testament to Spanish speaking people, right? But I remember <laughs> the watershed moment, not the butt, that's on its own, but no, not the butt. Uh -oh. And <laughs> comma, right? I'm like, I lose my pocket for it, I just remember that the first massive moment in America where Spanish language music was there was the Despacito remix with Justin Bieber. Oh my gosh, that was cool. That was the of first all, my moment mother is obsessed with that song. It was like the in all her Zumba classes, the like is. the one billion views. I was like, what's going on? It changed every, it really it changed did. the game. Mainly is, like, let's so you know, shout out to all credits and shout out to Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee for actually making the song. But yes. Justin Bieber getting on that song, make it like went, Diamond or something. I'm just it, saying it lies, but it, it went crazy. And and no, that, that, I, that I remember that it was one. Of, I think it was the first YouTube video to get one billion views. The music okay. video. It was like a huge thing, and that's really interesting too, honestly, because. So I'm Caribbean. My family's from Haiti. So growing up, I I had a mixture of music too. Like when I was at holiday parties, 
I was listening to music in Creole, like, you oh, know, yeah. and in French and, and, you know, my dad loved Miles Davis growing up. So I feel like I was already kind of exposed to all different kinds of music growing up. And I think that's kind of what created the diverse ear. And also, interestingly enough, when you were talking about pop, my first, so I was raised Roman Catholic. And when I was in fourth grade, that's when my family, my mom and my dad were okay with me listening to secular music. And my very first like pop artist who I will remain loyal to forever was Britney Spears. Uh, I was hoping you'd say Britney. I was hoping. I was it was hoping. Britney Spears, the Backstreet Boys and Sync. Like that was like my world of pop. And I love Britney to yeah. this day. Uh, yes, I do. I will always be what's a your, stand. What's your favorite Britney era or performance? Um, I really like the overprotected, um, the Madonna era that she had. Mm. I really Is that music, that. Me Against the Music? Me Against the Music. I'm not because it's too tense for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get in the zone. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I didn't hear that song and learn it through Glee. But that's okay though. Yeah, but I'm just not like a Britney listen, person. Listen, what I will up, say about Britney Spears, which I think is a beautiful testament to music, like, and I know that she has had such a difficult life, and I'm so glad that she's finally free. Shout um, out, shout Brittany. out to you, Britney. Um, but girl, put the knives away. <laughs> <laughs> they were prop knives. They were prop. So she says. But anyhow, the prop house confirmed. The prop house confirmed. Her, she has not had one bad album. Ooh, delicious. Like she always has good music. Pink is also like that too, I will say. I feel like there are certain artists, like I, I can't say that I've listened to like all of Pink's music in recent times, but growing up, like there was just, there's some songs and some artists that stand the test of time. I'll say this, Funhouse by Pink, that's an album. That like, is an that's album. That's a record. It's Funhouse is, is good. Funhouse is big. I was obsessed with Wait, Pink. Wait, I have a question era. for you. This is exciting, thank God, <laughs> yes. Do you have a No Skips album? This is so crazy you said that because there's there, are there is another segment later and one of the questions is that for you. So oh my God. Right here. But my- Synergy. This is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. <laughs> so at the uh, risk of getting jumped by Beyonce and the Ghost of Prince, I usually- <laughs> I'm terrified, I'm terrified. I have not been historically an album girly. And I will say that okay, it takes- it takes. Like so many requirements for me to listen to albums. But we're an socialized to listen to music as singles. Right. Okay. So, thank you. I, so I feel less I, bad I, about I think, it. Yeah. I don't think you should feel. Also, I'm gonna age myself, but that's like a generation difference too. Mm. Like growing up for me, like it was exciting to go buy an album right. and put it in your CD right. player. <laughs> Check that out, kids. <laughs> I'm not that old. I'm <laughs> You're not. That's just not that old. Yeah. That's just not that old. But I feel like the. I always say like '96, '97 was like such a big change. Yes. Even like, I feel distant from people who were born in 98, 99. Yeah. And then, you know, so it's just like a, yeah. it's a big thing. But I would say my No Skips album, like it is Renaissance, but I'm, I'm going to like, that's, but I think the only other one is, um, oh, Pure Heroin by Lord. That oh. album changed my life. That See, album- this is what I mean. I've, I, not that I, I love Lord, but I literally forgot about Lord. Right. Right, like she has such a not, great right. artist. And she wrote this album when she was 16, 17 That's in so New true. Zealand without being a thing. And the it came so out my so senior year of high school. And I was just never like it's just it's an album that's just about like it's like it's about youth. A gorgeous but it's like sad. It's like yeah. it's like youth is amazing, but it's like from the POV of when you're about to lose it and you yes. know you're about to lose it. And I like I hearing that, that before going to college was amazing. And like yeah. all the songs and like ribs is 
the song, like I just like, and it's one of those albums that when you listen to it, it gets better every year yeah. because you just have more experiences and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my no skip album for sure, pure hair. What's what's yours? Well, Ooh. one of yours, or maybe there's multiple. I don't know. I have I have a few. Yeah, I have quite a few. That's beautiful that like you like I don't know because I feel like I'm even like like I don't know if I like music like albums that much to have multiple. I, I don't believe say, there are multiple in my life that are out there. I have multiple, but it's not like a regular thing where I'm listening to full albums. Right. It depends, actually. I will say this is not a, like a no skips album for me, but right now I've had uh, Scarlet on repeat by Doja Cat. Mm, how my demons look? <laughs> <laughs> I, I really have. <laughs> Round one, fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I love, that's a good album. But I would say my most recent no skips album is Jaguar 2, Victoria Monet. That is, yeah. Every Victoria Monet song I yeah. hear is just butter. I, like, it's she, so good. I, I am so, I also for me, what's really cool about that being a no skips album, I love Victoria Monet and I've, been following her career for a while. How like, gratifying what like must it be to like watch Ariana it? Yeah. Grande. See, so, I I found out her, so, her through Ariana Grande. But that's so okay though. Yeah. Like those are the most I know for some people it's like once somebody makes it big, like I don't know, you have that whole hipster culture where people are like, oh I don't really care. I'm not like that. I'm, I, and that's I'm so like, stupid. I, I why want would you to make it big? Why would like, you like, I, want, I want someone, you to grow. Yeah. Um oh my gosh, I just remembered something too. Like a great place that I find music and artists is also through the Terrell show. Oh yeah, a great show yeah. where, the, especially for finding like black artists, yeah. underground artists. I mean, he has all sh size, shades, all that sort of stuff. But it's just like a beautiful place to find music that are musicians that are just kind of under the surface or just about to make it big. And Terrell is growing too. Now he has like Kelly Rowland on there. Kelly Rowland, yeah. So if so. Terrell, Terrell show. If you don't know, it's like a YouTube. Show, interview show YouTube and it, show. it's like but it's like it's like all of those little magazines that we do like oh like yes, they, they like, copied sing, sing, they, they, totally they got it from him they got it from him Terrell, and, and they, they can't do it like him because he only gets vocalists like yes. he only gets vocalists and yes yeah. and it's just so beautiful like he always incorporates a game where they're singing by uh, a word that he's picked but it's like from their discography or music that they would love but he also like interviews them like you mm -hmm. learn about them as an artist and it's always so enriching but anyhow in terms of other no skips album um frank ocean blonde mm. and i would say like my my first no skip album was actually 2020 vision justin timberlake Wow, and that one's like <laughs> that one's like really long too, right? Yes. Like famously, and it's no skips. Good for good it was for him. a no skips album because I remember, and here I'll remember a year for you. That was my senior year of college, mm. before I was moving to New York, and I would listen to it in the car as I was driving, like around wow. with my friends. But I loved that every song was so long because the production. That's one thing I really adore about music is production. Mm. And you can listen to that album and find something new every time in a song. Love that. Like turn up the bass or turn something down. Like you'll hear a new instrument. You'll hear a new a riff. You'll hear a new beat. That's the same thing with Renaissance. Renaissance is like that yes, too. Yes, absolutely. Like there's just so many absolutely. samples, so many layers. And, and I love that too. I love like hearing samples and songs and going back and finding out what the original song was and listening to the original song, like just piecing it apart. It's like it's one of my favorite TikTok holes. Like there's like all these accounts yes. that are just dedicated to like showing where like samples came from and like what the original song is. Like Britney Spears toxic samples of Bollywood yeah. song, which I didn't know my whole life. Like it's just cool. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, that's really beautiful. So you like 
production. I do. You like albums. Are you like a, like, do you like melt for sickening vocals? Are you just like, like vocals? Are you like a, are you attached to lyrics? Like what else are you like super in tune to in the music? I will say because I'm a Cancerian that Mm -hmm. I am very much, I, I love like, for example, Adele's album 30 that I did not like, I'm not, married with kids, gone through a divorce, <laughs> like none of that is reflective of my life, Fair but just life, the songwriting, like to evoke in that way and to create that level of empathy. Although I will say Woman Like Me, that is that that song is about me. Woman Like Her. Listen to it and get into it. <laughs> <laughs> that is about me. Um, but like, I, I really do love songwriting for sure. I think if someone is an incredible lyricist, that will definitely capture my ear. Um, I, yeah, I think it's the composition of a song, but it can be simple. You like, it for can, example, yeah. I really love Thames, and I she's think, having like the like, and I love that she, out of people's dreams, and I love, I love that, and, and I, I love, love that I love for it. her, and it's been incredible because she is such a low key sort of vocalist, and even her lyrics, they are almost like poetry, but like in a simplistic way. I mean, her yeah. her new song, ninety percent of the song, she's saying me and you. <laughs> And she means that but, but, every But she time. means it every time and it hits you in your core and like the <laughs> percussion, like it, like it sits in your bones and like you feel it. So it's not necessarily that it has to be like, you know, all this crazy wordplay. It just has to be something that resonates. Yeah. You know, that's what it is for me. It resonates. So are you, have you in your music meandering, have yeah. you stopped by like the PC pop, like the very like, like uh, fully from electronic instruments like are you into that are you into like big bands like that kind of i when i tell you i listen to everything there's actually this song by i think the artist's name is john wayne i want to make sure i'm i'm that's a sickening name (laughs) yeah john wayne there is actually and it's like maybe one of the weirdest songs um that i've listened to but i really love it let me make sure it's the right one Yes. Okay. There is this song called Andrew by John Wayne, and it is purely like electronic sounds, Mm -hmm. but it's, and it's literally, I think the album is called Bowser. So I'm pretty sure it's like Super Mario sounds. I love that. (laughs) Wait, I love that. But the way this song like builds up the different sounds and like becomes like an actual beat that you are just like, you just like vibe into it. Like, like you just nasty. like this is nasty. Uh, I love a good beat. This is ill. Like this is sick. <laughs> Sickness. Sickness. Okay. Like it's just like, you know, so I will listen to electronic music, like EDM music. You know, it just depends on again, it really depends on what mood I'm in. I'm also a Gemini rising. So like I don't like Play. Gemini Sun. I don't like to be in like one box. Hate you it. know, I, I like to listen and Whatever, you know, feels right that day, feels right in that in that moment. Okay, so in the vein of feeling right and, like, you know, you do what you vibe. Like, yeah. you, you listen to what you vibe to. Yeah. And you, since you listen to a lot of music, do you have, like, how much weight do you put on awards on music? Because I feel like awards, more yeah. than any other, like, no, I'm not saying more than any other, but particularly in music, awards are such a big deal. Like, yeah. like in, in, in acting, right? Leonard, like, you can be seen as a great actor without an yeah. Oscar, but, like, you will not be seen okay, as a viable we actor within the so first five years. We were happy when Leo finally got his Oscar, we though. We were. Uh, yeah, we were. We were, we we were, were though. We were. We were. You know? But I feel like in music, yeah. especially if you're a new artist, you need those awards. And it's just like so, it's yeah. just like it's such a it's thing. It's strange because I feel like, first of all, as an event planner, you know, as mm. 
it's a dream to like plan something like okay grammys this is your next producer she'll get the ratings i planted the seed before but i'm just planting it again so it becomes a full garden (laughs) um it's a dream to plan you know to plan something like that especially as a music lover um but you know i think that the industry has changed over time you know, and how we listen to music and how we give accolades. And that's just not the music industry. That's so many industries and entertainment. There's there. It's not always just focused on the music, you know, like sometimes it does feel like it's a popularity contest. Sometimes it does feel like it's about marketing. I'm sure there are different conversations happening behind the scenes. I mean, I, I think about, you know, the story about Victoria Monet, them saying that she didn't have enough of like, presence to be like at the award show. Yeah, they said like, she wasn't like baked enough. I'm like, she has- Yeah, which is wild, it's, which is wild. Yeah, because, that's just- Because Ariana yeah. Grande's album <laughs> wouldn't have been baked at all. At, at all, like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, her. yeah. You know, right. so, so it's, it's And a, no one's performing like that girl, so like yes, cut you know, it, right? And, and, and meanwhile, you know, we got Ice Spice out here and it's no shade. <laughs> oh. It's no shade. I actually- I, I'm a munchkin. I enjoy Ice Spice. Actually. I love her. I enjoy Ice Spice, and it's one of those things where it's like, why do I enjoy her? Like, what is because it? And I, I feel think, like I do think it's like that understated, unbothered cool. Also, I feel like, like not something else about music. One thing that I love about music is funnily enough, not about music at all. But I feel like the pop star, the music artist, is the coolest person in society. Like, there is no one cooler than a music artist who's yeah, very cool. That's so true. I, and I feel like, a part, like, like reason why I Spice, first, I do like her songs, like, it's, like, fun, but, like, she, I love her, and I love her journey, because she just is, like, such, like, a pop star store. It's, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's just, I like, this like girl she was, from the You have some people who are just made for it. Yeah. I feel like, Thames is like that to me, too. Like, they're unfazed by their right, fame. Right, right. It's, it's like super, they yeah. saw it coming and like they they know how to handle it and manage through it. And I find that to be just really impressive. Um, but to go back to your question, I don't know. I used to put a lot of weight on it. I used to be the person who would be excited to watch the Grammys mm-hmm. and like who would look forward to it. I'm going to be honest. I don't watch the Grammys anymore. <laughs> I will watch the performances afterwards on YouTube because that's right. what I really I care about. I actually, I care about the performances. I don't really care about who won an award. Um, and I guess the reason for that is because I don't need that to know that I like an artist or that I think they're worthy of like my attention. Mm-hmm. I think that is more specific for them, you know, and I'm sure it, it's independent of the artist, whether it matters to them or not. I feel like there are some artists who really care about it. You know, there are artists who will comment on it. Like it's definitely, I know it's of significance. It's of importance, but as a music listener, it doesn't hold weight for me. personally. Yeah. I feel like that's like probably the most measured way. I just like do just love, you know, pomp and circumstance. I love, like you said, yeah, I just it's, love. Yeah, it's a glorious celebration. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I just, for me, I think the idea of it is really cool. It's really exciting. It's really fun. If someone didn't win a Grammy, though, I wouldn't, like, lose my mind. Like, right. I see some stands doing. I'd be like, it's okay, girl. Like, I- <laughs> Right. I, I do, I do feel that. Oh, I say that, and then I get, like, because it's one of those things where it's, like, with the Grammys, right? Because I also, was mad when Beyonce didn't win. I was about to say that was I just was mad. that, and like, but that no wasn't shade be- to Beck, but, but that but... wasn't because I thought like, oh, you know, they don't know who deserves the awards. Because damn, I know there are bigger things at play in this society that's dictating yeah. why this woman isn't winning this award this year, right? This it's very, year, right, right. You know, about it, this it's, album, it's about right. zooming out. Yeah, sorry, girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's about zooming out and really seeing like, why didn't she win the award? Yeah. And that's what becomes more upsetting. And so I think, you know, I have enough things as a black woman to be upset about. You're right. That not, they don't work myself in a tizzy. It's one you of those know? things, I guess, where it's like, I care when they're there, but I yeah. don't care when they're not. Like, when someone yeah. loses, I'm like, you know, I don't, it doesn't change how I feel about it. But when someone's winning, like, yes. just, like when I Spice won Best New Artist of VMAs, I was just like, ah, like, I was so, so excited. I was, and then when everyone else lost everything to Taylor, I was like, okay, fine, Taylor swept. And, but also, sweeping's cool too. And like, I love, yeah. I love records. So, like, I don't know, I love all that stuff, but I don't put too much stuff into it outside of like, the Grammys I put a little into, and then like any sort of like person voted no because bots. So I guess I don't care. People's Choice Awards I don't it's care about either. It's interesting too though because I feel like awards are no longer just about the art form. Like I don't think yeah. the Grammys is just about music. I think it's also about what is your Instagram following like. But do you? What is I your kind fan of, base right. like? How, like what are your music videos like? What is your brand like? Like yeah. there's so many things now that like make up what it means to be like a best new artist yeah. you know so it's who was that she was like a cellist player i was about to bring that up because i yeah <laughs> they, the year is 2010 to... or something and esperanza, esperanza spalding, spalding was up for best new artist against justin, justin bieber. bieber and obviously justin bieber is one of the biggest music acts to date he's mm -hmm. icon he's a legend he's a sex on a stick he is okay. our own questionable well <laughs> He's our he's our heartthrob. He's Justin our moment. Bieber like well. he is like Justin Bieber is our like he is the most impactful male pop star of our time in terms of impact, right? Like okay, yeah. yeah. Anyways, wow, the all the Shawn Mendes fans are gonna be very mad at you. The Shawn Mendes fans know that Shawn Mendes is entire, and I love Shawn Mendes. His entire existence is only hinged on the fact that Justin Bieber came. And he him. knows that. And I he actually, knows I him. actually love that duet they have together. Monster. I don't like that song somehow. I like I don't. I hate a ballad. Song. Like it's like the pop. Princes, you know. Wait, like, that's cute. I do like that. You know, I do like that. But they're like sharing dreaming. their their trauma experiences right. <laughs> of the music industry. It's hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's hard. I'm sure it's hard. But when Esperanza <laughs> Spalding won, it was like it was nasty and bad, obviously, because yeah, it was like. But but, but but like, there's nothing in my mind that second guesses that Esperanza Spalding is a more talented musician than Justin Bieber. Like, she probably just is. Like, she is. Like, yeah. she can. Does she sing? No, she's. Just, I, I'm pretty sure she does. Yeah, I believe she, she sings. I might all. be wrong. Yeah, she sings. Yeah. But but either way, like it's no shade. But Esperanza Spalding is like the person who studied music theory. There it is. You know. Yeah. But Justin Bieber is like the savant who was playing drums at three. And so also, like, I feel like music, the music entry is equal parts technical and equal parts. Justin Bieber also is just the cutest yes. motherfucker who everyone like, wants to fall like in love with. Like, and that is so yeah. important. I like love that about music so much. And like that's, that's why it's the, the most exciting. Like. I'm not like, I was never a person who was like, oh, like this actor, like as like, you know, like a lot of people are like, love actors as like these aspirational, like gorgeous. I was never yeah. really that. Um, obviously there are a lot of hot actors, but like, I'm always like, I'm like, oh, the pop star, like, oh. like I yeah. just want my stuck in the suburbs moment. And when Justin Bieber's car to break down near my house and like, suburbs. you know, like I That's want that, but with the pop star, I'm not an artist, but. I love that. Um, So Dash, we are actually going to mosey into our last little segment. So this is the okay. Prattle Rattle Off. And oh, essentially it's- I'm nervous. <laughs> no, it's, it's actually great. Um, so these are basically a series of like sh shorter little questions that you just rattle off your answers. Okay. And it's about music still, but it's, it's getting to know a little bit more random in-depth Okay, cute, cute, okay. cute, cute. Well, my first question is one you already asked me, but I don't think you would, oh, you didn't answer the No Skip album. You didn't answer I, I have one more No Skip album. Okay, name, name a No Skip album. 
The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, have you heard, though? Have you heard about her recent performances? I mean, how can you not? Yeah, yeah. Which, honestly, though, like, Miss Lauren Hill, do what you got to do. You know like, But I, I just heard that, like, she, when she, so... Miss Lauren Hill famously and iconically is always like she's late girl like two and a half yes. three hours late and maybe won't show up that's yes. always been her thing yeah. but in the past year or honestly in the past two months I've been seeing TikToks of apparently on her tour she's playing all of her songs with yes. completely new arrangements yes. and like two times faster or something yes, like that yes I heard that I don't know why though I honestly haven't delved into why that is I don't know if it's like I feel like sometimes artists like it reminds me of like Jojo when she mm -hmm. had to like switch up her music because she didn't own the rights to it, which yeah, is insane. Is Let's insane. just say here and now that if you are the artist, if your voice is on a track, you should own it. Right, it's I agree. It's yours. It's literally from your body. It makes zero sense. Anyhow, right. <laughs> I don't know if that's the reason why. I'm assuming it has something to do with like ownership to the rights of the music, but that's. But yeah, I, I have heard. I don't care though because I, uh, because it's, it's the miseducation. Of okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it can all be Come so on. simple. It's mm. just a gorgeous. I sing every episode. Her voice, like, I, like Sister Act Two. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've replayed that last scene just to listen to Lauren Hill. Like, take it. I'm gonna cry. You <laughs> said <laughs> I'm gonna take that. She's, she's just her voice. There, there are just some voices that are so one of a kind, and Lauren Hill is just one of those, one of those voices that it just again, like it's just a testament of a gift. Like gift. those, those are the Absolute moments gift. where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like the universe, you are made of stardust. Like, yeah. like you are, you are anointed. This is bestowed <laughs> upon you. Yeah. Name one celebrity that you are just sure has a fire dinner playlist a fire dinner playlist dinner playlist oh my gosh who do you think is hosting and turning it out oh, musically solange yeah 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 yes oh solange. my god it's probably yes. really specific but i actually think people would probably be so my fellow cancer by the way i think people would be very surprised by what influences her because even when i think of her discography I mean, there was, um, I can't remember the name of the album, but it was very much like brass and like, what was that song, Shaya? Is this early or is this Seat at the it Table? It was like earlier. It was before oh. Seat at the Table. There was like a song called like Sandcastles or something like that. It, no, it's called I Decided. And it's like, I Decided. Come on, like yeah. a completely different song. That song is at amazing. The table, you know, yeah. so I feel like she probably has, and she also likes to get down. She likes to throw her booty out. So I feel like she probably would have a, like a nice blend of music. Yeah. So, I agree. And okay. Adele. Yeah, yeah, I feel like Adele like is such a classy like vocalist, but is always cursing up a storm and loves Nicki Minaj. It's gonna be it's gonna be like Drew Hill, you Nicki know, Minaj, like, like okay. Maxwell. Like yeah, okay, it's gonna, gonna be gonna, all. She's that. gonna have like hit him up style by Blue. No, it's gonna be nasty. You know? It's gonna like, be nasty. You know, Adele's so gonna I, turn out. I actually think Adele probably gets down. <laughs> Speaking of nasty, name a celebrity that you're sure has a fire sex playlist. Oh my gosh, hold on. Hold, I, now I, hold I, on now. I, I have to now wait. Oh, you know, I know who. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kaylani. Yeah, and Kaylani. honestly, yeah, and it's Tiana like there's Taylor. no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's okay. that's a night I want to be a part of for sure. Absolutely. If you were on the Titanic as it was sinking, oh my God. <laughs> what song would you want the orchestra to play? Um, I already know. 
Get Free by Mariba. Have you ever heard that? Song? No. Mariba. I don't I don't know who Mariba is. Mariba is a beautiful black woman. She has her music is very much ancestral, like when you listen to the lyrics. And Get Free is literally like a song that's about like wanting to escape whatever holds you down, whatever chains you down. Oh, you want a beautiful, like, you want to be yeah. like wrapped in cloth. Listen, okay. if I'm dying. <laughs> I don't know. I might be, I might be <laughs> like shots by Lil John. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Turned out I'm what? deep. <laughs> no, I would not. I would do that. I would do like, I don't know. I don't know. I think though. I would do like, if I done young, the Ben Perry, is that two on the nose? I don't no, know. I think that's good. I'm like looking through here to like my playlist. Yeah, what is the vibe I want to go out on? Vibe. <laughs> what is the vibe I want to go out on? Though? Like, do I want like chill? I probably want my favorite song. Honestly, maybe cuff it. <laughs> Ooh, that's cute it. too. I might also want like a like a song from my like my childhood, like No Doubt. Oh, you're like, right. You're something right. like that, yeah. or like something that like was a real vibe when I was growing up. But yeah, now that I'm looking through here, now that you say that, oh. Oh my gosh, there's there's actually, actually I do know this song. Okay. This is for all the Haitians out there. If you're from Haiti, there was an artist growing up, his name is Sweet Mickey, and there was a song called I Don't Care. Like, Mickey <laughs> and don't it's care. literally like a nine minute song. And at the end he goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and I'm out, that's how I wanna go. That's exactly that's how, how I wanna go. go. That's how I wanna I go. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, There's a device in front of you. Okay. And there are two buttons. There are two buttons. One wipes out music from existence. Oh my god! And one wipes out visual art. Which one are you pressing? Oh my gosh! No museums and no concerts. I know for a fact uh, what I'm pressing. I think I'm I'm wiping out visual art because um, I don't. Sorry, Van Gogh. I don't think you Van Gogh. Can, I don't think like I mean obviously artistry like painting and stuff like that you can have without music but i don't think you can have concerts like like i think music has to come first music has and come i first. think that music inspires a lot of, a lot of artistry and a lot of art agree so agree. i you know unfortunately wow sorry art's gotta <laughs> oh go art's gotta go music uh, is my is like my first it's love, everything so you know movie with the best soundtrack of all time oh my gosh that's tough I don't know if I have an answer to that. I will say I Shrek don't... 2 is mine. That's like the Shrek, so good. they have uh, they have Accidentally in Love by the Counting Crows. They have Changes with David Bowie. That's they have so the good. the Fru Fru's cover of um What is that song? Oh, where Oh my god. What is that let song? Go, let go. Oh, that no, song? um I need a hero. No, that's not that song. I think it is. But also go. Shrek 2 is, has I need a hero which is amazing. Oh my but yeah, god. that's song, I need some sleep. That is an that's, album. I was that's an album. I was thinking about like Accidentally in love by the counting crows. I, that, I like that you said that though because I realized like with movie soundtracks, I like to listen to movie scores more than I listen to soundtracks. Oh, you're Hans Zimmer. Kind of wow. Actually, I was going to say my favorite movie soundtrack is there's a French movie called Amelie. Mm. And the composer's name is Jan Tiersen. He's he's a French composer. But what I love about that soundtrack is I think maybe a couple of songs were originally made for the film, but they're all songs from his own discography. That's beautiful. It's like, are you so cool? That <laughs> yeah. like, they just pulled music that you already have to make the soundtrack. Like, please, I'll yeah, never be on your level. No, that is literally everything. But if anyone's into like a cool classical French like vibe, like that, listen, go listen to Yon Tiersen. Okay. And I have to watch Amelie. I'm gonna see that. It's a very cute, kitschy 
You'd like it, quirky movie. Okay. I know you get into films. I'm getting into film, <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were placed in a group act, which one would you be? You know, like every it's like the bad one, the broody one, the fun one. Oh like you're in a girl gosh. group, like what's your what would you, your role? What do you want your role to be? I guess. Oh my god. I feel like I would be. Dang, that's hard. I love, love these questions. I feel like I might be like the goofy one. Love honestly. that. Yeah. I was going to say the wise one, but that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be Mother Willow. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like the seven dwarves. You're like, I'm the yeah. wise. Yeah, everyone's like partying. You're like, drink responsibly. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I honestly, I think I would kind of be like the Harley Quinn. Ooh. Like a little clown, but kind of a little dangerous. I, okay, little I love that. And I would always have like Harlequin makeup. But it we need like, a circus theme, but like high now. fashion, you know. I need that. Okay, we need that. Yeah. All right, and the final question. And maybe the group is called the clowns. The clowns, kind of around, kind of around. Final question, okay. possibly hardest question. Oh gosh. Best vocalist of all time, or just your favorite? We don't say best, but like the person, like they're oh. you're walking in the room, they're singing a cappella, and you would sob because of their voice. Do they have to be alive right now? No. Um. Ooh. The voice lives on forever. Oh, wow, 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 wobsy, wobsy, wow, wow. Wobsy. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to do a quick... Yeah, do a, a scroll. A quick I'll scroll think, my, I'm like, do, you, do you know who yours is? Well, because I'm like, I don't think I like get moved by like the voice itself, but I would think that like the person who's like, I'm like, oh, they like can fucking blow like no one's business, I think would be like... um. Okay, there's this guy. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I have two, but go, go ahead. There's this guy, and I'm not gonna like. He's not like. I don't think he's my answer, but like, there he's he has a song. Like his, his name is Matt Corby, okay. and he has this song called Untitled, oh, and it's like just a song that I don't know. Like the way he sings it, it's so. And I usually don't like slow music, but yeah. he sings it so intensely, then he's so like raspy that like every time I watch that, I will cry. <gasps> I'm lying. Tell me Cynthia Arivo. <gasps> Cynthia Arivo. I went to the Color Purple, oh. and I. Oh. Heard her sing I'm Here. I used to, I was obsessed with the YouTube version. Type in YouTube, I'm here. Am here. Here. <laughs> I did a version of her, like that, like Incredible. so. And then when I heard it live, I remember I that was that the movie. only time I was like. It's gonna be my Christmas movie. Can't wicked? Wait to see it. No, the color purple. It's oh. coming out. Yes. Wait, she's in that? I don't think she's playing. Um, Halle Bailey is. Yes, yeah, she's playing. Um, her sister. The oh, Fantasia. 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 I'm excited. Yeah. And you know they put that clip of the song in the trailer. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, but definitely Cynthia Revo like, could make me that. sob, I think. That's yeah. a great one. I think in terms of a voice that has passed on would definitely be Whitney Houston. Come on. Come on. Just Come on. like, even yeah. as I think about it, I'm just like, that, that voice was just, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Um, and I think in terms of people who are living, I would definitely say Yeba. I don't know much Yeba music. Oh, Yeba will make you cry. He <laughs> <laughs> said, sweet yeah. child. <laughs> it's just I, the way that she evokes emotion is really what it is. I mean, her voice is also insane, like what she can do with it. But it's because like she she puts pain in her voice. Like she stretches her vocals to emit like what pain sounds like. That's my shit. So that, my that shit. and I would say Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, pick up your feeling. Come on. <laughs> when, uh, when she won Come some on. award and Billy Porter was giving to her, she was like, pick, he was like, pick up your hood feeling. Okay. <laughs> you were so about funny. to make a hoe out of me. <laughs> 
Come on. No, that is. I love her. Yeah, those are really, really sort of solid choices, especially like the. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to Yeba now because I. Anyone who can like convey something like pain through the voice. I, yeah. I need a piece of that. Maybe it's that. Well, you convey joy, beauty, smart, and wisdom through your voice. And thank thank you you so much for letting it here on this episode. And thank you so much for listening and watching. Remember, we're on YouTube, by the way. Another episode of Prattle with Trey Vane. I have an outro that I forget every time, and I'm going to nail it this time. Okay. And we're just going to do that. Okay. Thank y'all so much for watching. I am so excited to delve into the obsessions of some amazing people. I'll catch you on the next episode of Prattle. Also, wait, before I forget, uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate, and um, yeah, yeah, just do that. Listen, yeah. like, subscribe, and rate, and subscribe to us on YouTube, um, and make sure you're watching the video podcast, because we do a lot of editing, and you can see my journey of me trying to figure out my makeup journey. But I look different every time. But Okay, get into the blush, girl. Get into the get blush. Get into it. And get into the, the brows. Get brows. into the blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you in the next episode of Parada. Bye. Woo-hoo.